Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. After our triumphant result against Liverpool, where we heroically slumped to a 3-2 defeat, there's 33 points to play for. Jim Grant reckons we can get all 33 points and finish comfortably mid-table. I disagree. More of that on the show. Is Lucas Fabianski the worst goalkeeper we've ever had after his catastrophic blunder against Liverpool? Jim Grant thinks so. I think give him time. Give him time. This is Stop Hammer Time. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans. Joining me this week are uh, Jim Grant. Hello, Good Jim. evening. Hello, Jim. Hello. Uh, controversial views you expressed in the, uh, yes. the section before yeah. this particular one. Yes, yeah. Also uh, joining us this week, uh, it's uh, a stand-up comedian uh, who works not only across this country, but globally, a globe-trotting, a globe-trotting award-winning comedian, Jim. Do you know who it is, Jim? Do you know who's... He's no. just opposite. He's sitting just opposite. <laughs> well, I can see him. He's just opposite. I can see him. I can oh, see do, him. You, do you know who he I is? I don't actually yeah. know who <laughs> Early onset dementia sorry. is a problem that uh, really Jim, was, Jim was introduced. Uh, it is, of course, Kevin J. Hello, hey, Kevin. how are you? Good, how are you? I won't hold it against you, Jim, don't worry. That's no. very kind A lot of, of people don't know me, to be fair. You've played the O2. Yes. In what context did you play the O2? That's amazing. Um, on stage. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What um, was the gig? Not um, headlining, surely. No, I didn't headline, no. no. No, no, there was a headline comedian and I was a support act. Wow, who yeah, was that comedian? So his name's Eddie Caddy. Right. Who's uh, quite a niche comedian. Yeah, right. I haven't Af- heard of him either. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. There's a real niche we're un- uh, uncovering ah. here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, support act for him at the, at the O2. It's pretty cool. You've done a lot of gigs on the uh, black comedy scene. Yes. And I'm about to, for people listening, um, uh, I don't know how to break this to you, but you're, 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 not, you're not black. No. To, not, oh, you break it to me or to yeah, the audience? Yeah, to, to you. Oh, to, to me. You. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's time yeah. you knew. No, thank you for letting um, me know. How is that? Um, I was in a double act on the comedy circuit uh, uh, in the sort of 90s. And, yes. Uh, it, was, it was interesting that, that, that there was this kind of, um, you know, 
comedy scene that's in basements of pubs and rooms behind pubs and so and there's the whole other scene with the kind of real McCoy types yeah. like Curtis and Ishmael yeah. and Angela Lamar and Felix all playing like the Hackney Empire and uh, some big gigs going on at the Apollo and it's very separate you know the two those two things never really met and crossed over when I when I was on the circuit there was just very few sort of uh, black acts on the circuit it was a very sort of white indie Circuit, which was interesting, and I thought a shame. You know, there were we had Felix, Sheila Hyde, um, Junior, Rudy Lickwood, um, Simon uh, Clayton, mm-hmm. but there weren't many sort of at the time. Yeah. And it's an interesting that sort of weird. That's an interesting division because the sort of black scene is huge. Yeah, yeah, huge. yeah. yeah. Those um, Hackney Empire gigs, the Two Nine One Club, it was called. Yeah, in, it was in the Two Nine One. Yeah, yeah. Those gigs were fucking enormous, yeah. and it was re- it was sort of interesting. And you know, I met and worked with Felix and Curtis quite a lot. I worked on a TV show for Jocelyn yeah. uh, with Curtis. Uh, he, myself and Curtis Walker wrote a few things for it. But it was interesting that lack of sort of cross, cross fertilization between that two those two scenes. How did you get into sort of being part of that scene? So I started stand up and was just performing at all different gigs. Yeah, um, and I think it's like any career. You've, if you're quite good at something, you know, mm-hmm. you might start out as an apprentice, but if you show a bit of flair yeah. in finance, you're probably yeah. going to gravitate towards the finance department. Yeah. Um, so as a sta- I started out doing gigs everywhere, and then I, when you're first doing comedy, it's really hard to get a gig. So sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, I would, yeah. I'd just rock up at an open poetry night yeah, and yeah. pretend to be a poet just to get some stage get time. Some stage and then time, do- yeah. um, So I, I went to a black comedy club, and I just spoke to the compere and was like, I really want to jump on. And he was mm. like, are you, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. well, why not? He was like, well, because you're not black. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, man, let me just go on and, like, I'll yeah, perform. Yeah, yeah. And I went on and I started performing. So I speaking about where I grew up. Um, I grew up on a council estate. We were the only white family that lived on our council estate. Yeah, yeah. So straight away, I was able to kind of speak to that nuance of yeah, being yeah. the white. I've been, I've been the only white guy in in, yeah, in the room yeah. of black people at school or where I grew up. So I just kind of tapped into that. Yeah. And then everyone was like, "Whoa!" Like mind blown. Like you know, fish out of water. Essentially, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of black comedians that perform to yeah. all white audiences and just do fish out of water. This is what it's yeah. like for me. Oh, I bet, I bet you didn't realize. Yeah. Exactly the same thing the other way around. Yeah. And kind of gigs have just started happening and more and more and 10 years later i've done the o2 and hackney empire and i do i perform on the black circuit yeah great yeah. interesting mm. interesting more later yes we have two games of football to talk about very importantly mm. uh uh jim a week ago do you remember yes, a, week a week ago, ago. you and i <laughs> spent a total of about 15 hours yeah, in, yeah. In a we, car. we we got to know the inside of my car very well <laughs> we did we did yes yeah <laughs> In a way, I've uh, now I've now got sort of Stockholm syndrome, and I, I want to be back in your car. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 yeah that was uh, that was, good. was. So there was that, uh, yeah. and uh, there was a Liverpool game. So essentially, there was our our workmanlike, our solid, uh, professional, organised defeat to Manchester. City it was a really worked. regulation defeat, good, wasn't good, it? Yeah, it was yeah. like it was like it was, you know, we did all the basics right yeah, yeah. in terms of losing. Uh, a game, and then then there was our life affirming, heartwarming, uplifting defeat. Yeah, that was that was that was a heroic defeat. That was that was that was that was the kind of you know that yeah. was the kind of defeat that 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 takes you back. We've lost in lane. every we've <laughs> lost in every conceivable way. Yeah, you could lose, yeah, 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 but a, a yeah. huge. If you're going to lose, lose differently. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, is the message. Um, by way of talking about the city game, uh, I don't know if it, if if the cameras really caught it. Uh, 
in, in, in the moment, but right in front of us, quite late on in the game, um, uh, Jared Bowen had come on and was, you know, uh, trying to make space, trying, trying to make runs and stuff, and uh, the ball came into him from our left flank, and he put it back out uh, for a cross. And the opposite happened to what happens in a horror film where, where the sort of blonde heroine in a horror film sort of closes a mirrored bathroom door and there's a, a figure standing behind her in the mirror and she jumps and screams. Jared Bowen literally jumped and his face registered shock when he passed the ball outwards and no one ran onto it. Nobody, because uh, Masuaku had passed the ball to Bowen and then just stopped running. In, in, in what was, appeared to be the first element of a give and go. It was so obvious. The Even the most basic yeah. schoolboy yeah. would have yeah. moved. Uh, but and, <laughs> and, and Bowen, just and stood Bo- there and admired yeah. his pass. And Bowen... The, the look of shock on his face was like a sort of blonde woman in a horror yeah. movie screaming when there's someone uh, standing in the reflection of the mirror. He just couldn't believe it. And you're like, welcome to West Ham. It was the yeah, ultimate welcome, welcome to West Ham, Ham moment. It he, really was. It was just like, it was, it was obviously yeah. like at every football club I've ever played at from school upwards. If a pass the ball, you know, if, yeah. if a ball comes into me from like a, someone on the left flank running up the left flank, they'll carry their run on and expect it to come um, back. Masuaku sort of just stopped and began yeah. like doing a Sudoku <laughs> or something <laughs> yeah. instead of continuing to play football. And you just went, oh, it's such a kind of. Oh, it was, it summed it all up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, the 20 or so minutes we've seen of Bowen have uh, quite excited me because. I think you know he's lively and he's quick and he and he clearly wants to wants to wants to do stuff and make a name for himself and he's he's got um you know he's got a skill set that we we haven't had for a while he runs in behind he's kind of, he's kind of nippy he's a pest yeah, yeah what did you I, make yeah. I didn't see the I didn't see the game on uh, Monday so what did you think I, I think it was a gr- a great opportunity missed to start him in both games yeah. I think yeah, you've yeah, brought yeah. him in yeah. you've signed him because you know he's t- a talent two games that we essentially knew we weren't probably going to win. Yeah, yeah. Why not just give him a go? Just put him out and yeah. let, him, let him start both games and put some a bit of faith and a bit of confidence in yeah, him to go, we've yes, signed you, yeah. we're going to start you yeah. against the two big boys. Make a name for yourself, lad. Pre- Premier League debut, right? Yeah. You yeah. Know, you're gonna, your, two first ga- your first two games yeah. for West Ham are going to be yeah. uh, two huge clubs. I mean, there are two... Yeah, I totally agree. And I just think totally he agree. the opportunity that he had in both games, I don't necessarily think he did as well in at the City game, but definitely coming on against Liverpool, yeah. he was a live wire, yeah. he went in behind. I, no. I, I mean, he was really busy off the ball yeah. in the City game. You don't always... Uh, did no, you go to the game? No, or I didn't you, go, I yeah, watch, so, yeah, and it's one of those things, isn't it, where you, you know, when... It's why one likes to go to games, because you see the whole pitch, and you yeah, see a yeah. lot of the stuff that happens off the ball. Um, and I felt, you know, he was, he was, he was just busy and making runs and yeah. looking to make runs and looking to mm. sort of bend a run and get in behind defenders. And he was, you know, I think he's a nuisance. I've watched, you know, the few bits of... I've seen him yeah. at Hull. He's a pest. He looks that way, yeah. yeah he's an irritating player yeah. to play against. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, yeah, God, cracker, we have, I mean, we, we are absolutely nothing to lose. Uh, 
one of the last point strikers of the season, aren't we? One of the last strikers we had that uh, was a bit like that, that was a pest, that made that sort of tried to make life difficult for central defenders was Sacco. Sacco, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sacco yeah. had that thing of like, I'm going to make your life difficult whether I'm scoring goals or not. Yeah. And he would make kind of like ghost runs to try and take defenders away from where things were happening and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, we're hoping for a bit of that from Bowen. I mean... Um, you know, Arnautovic is sort of too big to sort of suddenly ghost away. I yeah. think central defenders knew exactly where he was all the time. But he was still very good at slipping away from a central defender. But, but yeah, Bowen had that thing that Sacco had slightly. It was just being a nuisance. Just, yeah. no, no, you know, chance, you know doing unpredictable things mm, yeah. that would sort of... Um, um, we, should we talk about City? Should we get this City yeah. game over with? I mean, it... it I mean... Moyes has, has, you know, rather graciously said that I've inherited a better squad than I inherited when it when I did it last time. I think that's completely wrong. I mean, I think this squad is just dysfunctional, mm. and there's, you know, Alaire and Anderson are just, you know, Alaire is now not starting. Our forty-five million pound striker yeah. uh, is not starting. Yeah, no, you no know. way is he. No way is he and, better than Arnautovic. No, so, no, but, uh, Anderson. No you know, there's. Players, players are not playing as well as they were. There's a little bit of a can't-do attitude. Mm-hmm. So, so when he made that team selection for City, it was the, a set of the most kind of meat-and-potatoes players. And there was a little bit what felt like... Sam Allardyce had a, seemed to have a philosophy of, like, if you want some real graft pick your most ordinary footballers. Yeah. You know, I used to call it rather unkindly ugly girlfriend mm. uh, syndrome in that ugly girlfriends will try harder. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I don't believe that. I think your flair players can dig you out of a hole. You know, you don't need your grafters to dig I, you out of I, I agree with Allardyce on that, but I think you need to have position, players playing in their, in their positions for mm. that to work. I think he's gone for his most ordinary players, but playing them not in their most uh, preferred positions. So you've got, you know, the three in midfield, three defensive midfielders. You're overloading the midfield yeah. in, with defensive midfielders. So they can't all be, you know, playing in a way that allows them to be at their best, in my opinion. I think yeah, you need think someone right. in there that, that, that is that outlet. And I think yeah. with a Lanzini in there or a Fornals or Anderson, despite yeah. their lack of form... It gives it a different dynamic different for, for the other two. When you've got three in there, it's too many of them looking at each other, going, "Are we? Who's going? Are yeah. we all sitting? Are we?" I think that's. I, I think that's a real problem. I mean, that, my my new sort of mantra for this season is is despite the fact that we like them both individually, I'm not sure that Noble and Rice play all that well together. Mm. You know, I, I think I don't think they've mm. got that uh, sort of rapport that. That are, that are well-drilled sort of central pairing who've got good instincts for what the other one does. Yeah. I don't think they've got that. I think Noble just basically plays like he's got a free role the whole game. And I think Rice, possibly, you know, because of his enthusiasm, he wants to sort of get forward as well. And they haven't really yet developed a system of one will, go, one will replace the other one while the other sort of goes walkabout. So quite often there's a massive hole in the centre of our midfield. Yeah. And also, that is that thing. You've got three people doing two players' jobs. Yeah. So we had, you know, uh, Suchek, um, Noble and Rice. All basically... All doing the same all thing, doing but the same not thing. Do, none of them doing incredibly and well. All a no. bit, and all a bit 
not not you know none of them with real kind of pace and so yeah the, the, that kind of the nippy front front four of of um, man city just kind of ran rings around us we we we, pl- we you know we kept it tight at the back and we, and we plugged away and there was a lot of manful defending and and rice to be fair to him did kind of really come alive second in the second half. half yeah and had an excellent second half and he was intercepting he was getting his foot in and he made some good runs um but you know I think it was hard. It's it's difficult for Moyes because I mean there are just he he. I think it's got it's a very unbalanced squad he's inherited with some uh, catastrophically underperforming footballers in it. Yeah. And and I, but I do think that there were four players that you could repla- could have replaced two of those players, and I think we'd have still lost two nil, but maybe given them more to think about up front. And I think out of sort of um, uh, Rice Noble. Snodgrass and Antonio, two of those guys could have been yeah. Anderson and Bowen, yeah, I, or yeah, even Anderson and Allaire. But I definitely you know. agree about Bowen starting. I think it was a chance to have just yeah. let him mm. go on. Yes. Pre, you know, got nothing to lose, lad. No one's going to blame you if you yeah. don't have a great game. Just you know, it can't be worse than what we've been doing recent. And you, you know, he started. He started. He started uh, Masuaku and Cresswell. You know, that's yeah. that's two left backs. Yeah. Well, it was a back five. It was. It, was, yeah. it wasn't even. There was, I mean, we even. In, well, I suppose you know, Fredericks went on a run and then got injured. Um, you know. Um, it, it was about five, and and it, the comment he made about goal difference after the game was very telling. I think it was it was a damage limitation exercise from the start, um, and in that sense, you know, I suppose it's about if you travel that way to see a game, yeah. you're about, and your team is set up not to win the game, mm. it is a disappointing thing. Yeah. And but um, I, I, I take the point of the goal difference. You know, that's the motivation. But what about the mentality of the players and what about their morale? Yes, Because exactly. I don't know, I'm not a psychologist, but it would be interesting to see what the morale would be like after going there and giving it a go and coming back having lost 3-2. I bet the morale, mm. you know, the day after Liverpool game yeah. in the training ground is a lot better than the day after, you yeah. know, playing an, a back 11 yeah. against Man yeah. City. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so no, just yeah. go there and give it a go. And I think... Actually, City were there for the taking more than Liverpool because they, they missed about five chances. They did, yeah. And I think if we had that counter-attacking ability that we had at Liverpool, I think that they were there for the taking. Well, yeah, but I we mean, never got a chance yeah. to exploit it. Yeah, no, if we and, had and, and the goal was... So, yeah, the first goal was so soft. You know, so another soft. goal from a set piece. You know, how many we... It just gives us about eight or nine goals, I think, mm. from corners this season. Um, it's, still, it's still happening, isn't it? You know. yeah. Um, I mean the Rodri, the, the Rodri one was very good. I mean, I, I think God has sort of write that. It was a, that was a good know, set piece. Near yeah. po- sort of that yeah. near post glancing flip, header. Yeah. 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 sort of you know those are hard to do, and he just got it in the right spot. I mean, looped yeah, yeah. in that top mm-hmm. corner, didn't it? I, I mean, I, you know, I think there's not much we could have done about that. Conversely, at the other end, we had chances, and um, you know, the, the enigma of it is Antonio. I mean, the, he had. Two, at least three crosses that, I mean, they just went out for a throw-in for the other team. You know, they just... And a shot that went into the upper tier of the stand. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm always incredibly uh, soft on players that, like Antonio, who have been 
overexerted. And I understand why when they get into positions where they should just be slotting at home, they're probably not because they are knackered. They're knackered. Yeah, He's yeah. been closing people. And people will stand in, in the stands and go, he should be doing this, he should be yeah. doing that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm out of breath after running for the bus. And he's closing down, mm. he's running, he's, you know, he's, he's knackered. He is completely knackered. So when that ball does come in or he's got to do something quite basic, I'm, I'm always quite compassionate about the fact that yeah. he messes up because, do you know what? He's shattered. He's been overexerted and, he's, and that's why he keeps getting injured because he's doing four people's jobs up front. Yeah, I mean, when he works best, was, I mean, he, probably one of his best spells was in the uh, uh, the last season at Upton Park where he took over from Victor Moses doing almost exactly the same job which is we, we kind of had uh, nine outfield players in a kind of system and then sort of a maverick on one of the f- flanks that yeah. just ran at the defence. Very similar players like I used to call Moses a bit of a self-starter. He mm. would often start a move and almost end it and it was nearly always a sort of fast, muscular yes. run yes. straight at the other team's penalty area. And that's very much what sort of Antonio does. And, and there were lots of technical players around him. Obviously, you had, you had Paye and Lanzini, you know, Sacco up front. Uh, you had Cresswell and uh, Jenkinson at their best. Mm. And um, you, you sort of had him as a weird sort of luxury player. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's his best role, yeah. really, is sort of unpredictable yeah. run at them, yeah. possibly <clears throat> on one of the flanks. Yeah, and that's sort of, of his job. Disciplined I'd... on his own up front, kind of leading the line. You know, he does it. He, he, he you know, and he, and he tries manfully to do it, but it's not what he's cut out to no, do. No, it's not, it's like what you were saying, using players in their best in their yeah. best position. It's not the best way to utilise him. No, but it's a sad indictment of the collapse of Haller in terms of form and confidence that's... that he's having to do it. Because we bought a guy to do exactly that role. He's got all the, the kind of physical attributes to do to that role. We've actually seen him in one or two games do it yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a real shame what's happened with him. Haller's um, at his best when he's got people up there with him and around yeah, he needs him. Something. Yeah, he needs yeah, he needs people like Antonio and Bowen getting alongside right. him and, and um, making runs. You know, I, I, it always makes me smile when we, we or other teams sign players from a club who are playing two up front or three at the back or whatever it might be mm. and then you sign them and put them in a different system and go well they're completely different to what they yeah. were like at the other club yeah. of course yeah. they are yeah. he had a strike partner yeah, yeah. Hernandez yeah. it's do you know what yeah. I mean like well, yeah Hernandez. he's now by himself yeah. with yeah. no one near him yeah. but yeah. he got 40 whatever yeah of course he did he had a strike yeah. He, yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you can't so. put someone in a completely different system no, and expect absolutely. them to reproduce what they no. did no exactly absolutely Absolutely. Um, um, you know, which makes you, uh, so many question marks over so much of the transfer policy over recent years that, you know, and it's another one, isn't it? Um, yes. But it was, it was sort of, you know, it, it, it was interesting. I mean, his, yeah, post-match interviews about goal difference, mm-hmm. you know, made sense and stuff. It was, it was yeah, my, my abiding feeling was that we could have re- replaced two of the players we had out there with two different players and would have probably lost by the same margin but just given City more to think about up front because you know your sort of um, you know attack is your first line of defence if, if, if your sort of attacking part of the pitch is, is, is you know has the ball for has a bit of possession for a while mm-hmm. you know, that is in its own right sort yeah. of defending it, you can't was... just soak it up it's like we went there to like try and sort of uh, sit back and soak up the coin toss at the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, if we can just yeah. get through the coin toss, just soak up the pressure and just yep. survive this coin yep. toss, then we can start, <laughs> then we can see if we can survive the kickoff. It was just like, you know, 
yeah. really was very defensive. Um, and I think the, you know, that said, I, un- I sort of understand it. But, mm. but you know, it, it, it also, you know, a lot of his reliable workhorses that he's going, I trust these guys, they'll work hard, are guys in their 30s. Yeah. Antonio, yeah, Antonio Noble, Snodgrass, yep. uh, Ogbonna, mm-hmm. Cresswell. Yeah. There's five players in their 30s. In, in, in the starting lineup, you know. Um, and, and yeah, they're reliable, they're good because they're experienced. They're good, experienced footballers. But, you know, I mean, you've got Manchester City sort of running at you and stuff. It's like they're not going to be the guys for that. So, so yeah. Um, maybe we'll take a little break now and talk about the uh, Liverpool game afterwards. Uh, so we'll be back after this. If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct, something that's less Mr Bean and more Steve McQueen, check out the range of bikes from London-based Cooler King. From dope 250-watt city bikes to Harley Bobber-inspired 750-watt beasts that can tear your face off while leaving your smile intact. Cooler Kings are made in limited numbers, yet highly affordable. Check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. Cooler.bike. E-bikes that are cool AF. Welcome back uh, in our uh, odyssey of zero points. Uh, have we, we've, we've closed out our thoughts about the uh, City game, haven't yeah. we? But, oh, God, yeah. I mean, honestly, though, that moment with, with Bowen and his sheer shock, uh, 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 oh, uh, uh, like a professional footballer. Fa- you know, sometimes Masawaku is like a guy that sort of learnt football in his back garden, watching videos, like, like the Scott Parker ball-juggling... You know, advert for McDonald's, Burger King. Who's that advert for that he did that? Um, uh, and, you know, watching sort of ball joy because he's full of tricks and he's really good. But sometimes it's like he's never actually seen a football match. He's just seen lots of videos of skills and he doesn't know what happens in a football match. He sometimes it's just his, yeah. the things he doesn't do and no like, he football qu- brain he quite often doesn't do the second half of a given go it's like he doesn't get that crossing over with your if he's a left back doesn't get that crossing over with his left winger or vice versa if he's in front of Cresswell you know he just it's like he doesn't know what an overlap is and has never seen one and doesn't know what he needs do. to play with people in the in, in, in days gone by it was quite common for a sort of uh, for, for, for footballers to, sort of to point where they wanted the ball or yeah, point yeah, where yeah, to go yeah. he, he, Jared's going to just have to learn to point where he has to go people have to people need to tell him Perhaps, uh, um, in the game <laughs> perhaps he needs to be coached along he needs, he needs his dad on the sidelines telling him what to do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know when yeah. that marathon runner broke the world marathon record and they had a kind of laser grid in front of him saying where he had to go um, to uh, yeah, to keep the to keep in time with right. the world record attempt uh, maybe Moyes needs a laser pointer to just or Kevin Nolan let's give Kevin Nolan laser just to put it point at it in front of the pitch for, for where he uh, could, could, he could wear a hat with one of the little earpieces that the American quarterbacks have in the 
somebody could kind of just tell him in his ear where to where to go, where to run. Constant direction. I don't know. I mean, it probably breaks a lot of FIFA rules, but putting a bell in the ball, <laughs> putting a bell in the ball like um, when they have blind football matches. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when, they, when, when they have football matches with blind people, they put a bell in the ball, and that perhaps there could be some kind of bell in the ball system. Or, or put Masawaku in a ball, like a hamster ball. <laughs> a pers- we could put a, a giant magnet under the pitch at the end of the and put him and, 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 and put metal in his boots, like, like that game you used to play where you moved yeah, yeah, yeah. magnetic players around the pit. Maybe somebody could just move him remotely could he have a, like a metal rod up his back and there'd be an electric like and an electric grid above the whole stadium suspended <laughs> yeah they have those cameras yeah. that move around yeah like yeah, yeah like yeah, a camera that was like, like a yeah. dodgem car yeah, yeah, or yeah, something like that. that we could yeah, do yeah. any of those things yeah. would help something yeah, yeah, yeah. something yeah, we, yeah just yeah, something something like that. yeah yes yeah yeah um but it was um, just a moment when you, you thought, oh, Bowen, you don't know what you've you come to. Yeah. You don't know what yeah. you've come to. We've got two £45 million players, one's utterly stripped of confidence and one's kind of wants to go back to Germany <laughs> uh, in the next transfer window. And, you know, Lanzini's not the player he was last season. No, and, he's definitely you know, not. Uh, though, though I'm sure Lanzini's, there's nothing psychological. It's just like he's come back from a bad injury. Uh, and, and, you know... And, you know, Masuaku is Masuaku, and, and you know Antonio's just got half the skill set of a of a footballer. Even though that half is extremely good, uh, he doesn't have the second. And you know, um, while I I obviously don't hold the view that you uh, you accuse me of holding at the start, obviously about Fabianski, I would say that since coming back from his injury, he hasn't been very good. Post injury, Fabianski yeah. is a bit because um, the two errors against Brighton, because 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 yeah. Jim, you 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 know the sort of that misunderstanding between Diop and Ogbonna, you were saying. It's a little bit Fabianski as well because he's yeah. sort of in the area to come from. Oh, that. I thought that. I, I thought think, I thought he shared a bit yeah. of the blame for that. Definitely. Well, I think you know, both yeah. defenders think he's going to come yeah. and clear yeah, for it. So it. then they delay and then they do a bit of Laurel and Hardy-ish after you, no after you, yeah. between themselves. So it's all three. But of them while they were doing that, he could have just come and taken it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and similarly, you know, uh, for the the punch against Ogbonna that goes in. Um, The first goal against Liverpool was the kind of... For a while, Rob Green went through a period where he seemed to have saved the ball into the net. You know, Mm -hmm. he he kept... There was a a period, I don't know, it was after he made his England howler, I think, um, where where Rob Green had just a slightly less good period of time where uh, he kept getting to the ball and not keeping it out. Mm. And it was one of those ones where he really, really got to the ball. He made, in effect, he made the save, didn't he? He just saved it into the net. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the... I mean, obviously... The, you know, it was catastrophic, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, that's yeah. just basic... Meat and potatoes. R- rubbish yeah. technique, yeah, yeah. you know. Very similar to, the, actually, the mistake that Green yes, made. Yes, I mean, I think he's... Um, um, he's never been the best kicker in the world, but I think, you know, the... Because the, he injured himself kicking... Uh, yes. You remember yes. when he in- yes. injured himself kicking, and uh, um, his kicking has not been great. And then there's been these sort of mistakes as well. You know, I, I yeah, he, he, he's he's not going to do that every week, and he's going to have plenty of good performances. But he's not quite the keeper he was before his no, injury. No, and I think it's a confidence thing through the through the team, and we do have to kick. You know, the injuries thing just runs on and on, doesn't it? They're, you know, uh, Fredericks again. Mm. Um, 
and, and Suchek, Suchek, who yeah. has apparently never had a major injury in his entire career, uh, and in his third game for West Ham, That's, uh, yeah. pulls a muscle. So something's up, isn't it? it you know, it's, it's just another... And it's been up for a long time. It's not down necessarily to any... It doesn't seem to be down to a particular... Um, physio regime or, 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 or backroom staff, does it? Because, because it's carried on. Is it? People could say something about the training surfaces at, mm. R- at Rush Green, don't they? And say they're, they're bad. Um, is, I don't know enough about it. I don't no. know if that's the case. Mm. Um, but we seem to suffer more than our fair share of that kind of injury, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's been prolonged. It's not like, as you say, so it's been through different playing styles, different yeah. managers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Muscly injuries, not muscle, people yeah. getting kicked yeah, 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 and, yeah. you know, whatever, just kind of pulls loads of them. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of other players that we've bought and immediately got injured. We've bought several injured players, haven't we? Uh, Richard Hall, Simon Webster, you know, we bought and they immediately didn't play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they got sort of injured in yeah. the summer yeah. before. And also I think we've, Weren't both sort of Lucas Neal and Matthew Upson when when they were bought at the end of the Kerbishly season to sort of try and keep us up? They were sort of not ready. Maybe, you might be right, yeah. Neither neither of them were completely fit and maybe got injured early on. I can't quite remember the sort of chronology of that. But but on the the bright side, uh, until he got injured, I thought Suchek was our best best player on the part. I I thought he was looking really good against Liverpool. He ran around a lot against Man City. stats to that effect. effect, But not necessarily very effectively. I mean, he just ran around yeah. a lot but it, against Liverpool he was breaking p- breaking things up yeah. but he was also using the ball well and looking up and, and getting us and, and, and also getting into the box mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know our first couple of attacks against Liverpool we actually got three or four men into the box pretty pretty quickly we, 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 that hasn't been happening and uh, and I would say the other really bright spot once again was Ngaki at, at, um, oh, yeah. at right back mm-hmm. he just to me, looks like a player. I mean, he's mm. good with the ball. He, he, he's, he's quick. Um, he's defensive for a young lad. His defensive positioning's pretty good. Um, he's got uh, a little, for a little know, tiddler. He's confident. He's got a bit of a grit, grit about him. Once yeah. he grew into the game in Liverpool, he really clattered someone, didn't he? Yeah. And I think yeah. he got carded. Yeah. Uh, I think he got carded up done, at Anfield yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he yeah, just, yeah. Uh, you know, sort of left his foot in on someone just to kind of say, you know, I'm here. Yeah. And, and he looks quite a kind of genteel so, little guy. And with uh, Fredericks out, I mean, he's presumably going to have a run. I, I yeah, hope yeah. he has a run there. You know, he needs to, needs to have yeah. a run, I think, because... Yeah, yeah. He looks pretty decent, yeah. to be honest. And he wants to get forward as yeah. well, and he, mm-hmm. he joins attacks. Yeah, know? he wants to play. He, look, he looks like he's got all of the basics that we're yeah, speaking yeah. about. He's yeah. got all, he's yeah. some pace, good yeah. decision-making. Shit he throw-ins. Get, <laughs> he, needs to, he's, yeah. he he's to improve his yeah. throw-ins. But you apart know. from that, no, I think you're right. I think and he's, he's got that good. thing that you, know, you want to see from a young player because you're only really going to see it for a year or two, which is just enthusiasm. Yeah. I want to make my mark. You know? No fear. I, I think I've sort of, you know... Uh, I never thought I'd be talking about this again, but but in the first season in the uh, in the new stadium, I just you know Edmilson Fernandez and Ashley Fletcher were both young footballers, mm. but they just kept their head down, did their job. You know, I'm going, oh, come on, lads, this is like you're 19 yeah. or something. Run around, run around, you know. And they just kept through the paces. Yeah, sort of solid professional, whereas you want a bit of that, you know, socks yeah. rolled down, running till they're knackered, you know, I want to see. Boy. I want to see him and, and Bowen on the right-hand side against oh, Southampton. Yeah. And, you know, there's a bit of pace and a bit of energy then. Um, 
you know, it's such an important game, this one. And, yeah, and absolutely. coming up, you know. I mean, there, there must be a bit of sort of um, uh, confidence after that Liverpool game. It was a sort of, you know, I mean, sort of catastrophic blunders. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't even see TV coverage of it. I just saw, um, I listened to some of it on the radio and saw those text alerts from the BBC. Um, but, you know, there, we, we had a couple of chances at the other end as well. There was, yeah. a, I think on the radio, it yeah. sounded like there was a kind of, you know, almost point blank one from Antonio that he hit straight at the keeper. Um, and yeah, a I think he thought he was offside, but he wasn't. Um, oh, right. And then Bowen, right at the end, went yeah. through. Yeah, and nearly did everything right. I yeah. mean, you know, just hit the goalkeeper's head, didn't he? Yeah. He didn't quite get him. He made the, the goalkeeper made himself big, as yeah. they say. Yeah. Uh, and he did just didn't quite get the elevation on his but the, chip. But the, but the run, is, you but know, the run was the exactly run what is, he wants to see. And to be yeah. fair, great pass from Antonio, beautifully weighted yeah. pass, you know, right into his run. Yeah. Uh, all he had to do was just kind of chip the keeper yeah. as well. But, but that's easier said than done. And, and I, I really feel the game changed when Haller came on. And and I, it pains me to say it because I really want him to do well, mm. but putting him in the middle, and then Antonio out wide, you yeah. lose that pace and aggression yeah. in closing down the centre backs, and then Liverpool mm. just start playing through the middle, yeah. and Haller's just standing there, you know, looking yeah, yeah, around, kind of going, so, you know, yeah. and I think that was when the the the, the screw really started to turn. Yeah. Um, because and obviously Suchek going off did not help. Mm. Although Fornals played well. Fornals, mm. what has the guy got to do to just get in the Ma- team? Moyes doesn't seem to fancy him. It's a bit weird. Really weird because. Well, maybe after the goal he will. You know, I I, I just think he's Moyes has been in long enough now to see some consistency in a way of playing, and I'm not seeing it. Two games, literally City and Liverpool, we look like two different teams. Mm. The game before that, we looked different. You know, a team like Bournemouth, no matter where they go, they play like Bournemouth. You mm. know how Bournemouth are going to play, a little bit more conservatively or not. But Bournemouth play like Bournemouth. Moyes has been in long enough now to have established his way of playing. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and kind of just, I just want to see some key kind of characteristics of I know, I have no confidence or inkling of what the lineup's going to be. Or no. how we're going to play? We're still kind of well, working had, it out. I, I think, yeah, I, I agree, and, I, and I've I've been certainly so far kind of kind of less encouraged by by Moyes this time around than 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 the first time around. But I think he has had, a, 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 as you said earlier, Phil, a, a, quite a few difficult things to contend with in terms of both injuries and. Um, also, the kind of just disruption to fixtures, and the, and and the kind of the way the fixtures have have panned out, um, it's pretty clear. And he made that clear in the comments after the um, Liverpool game um, that he's been looking at this 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 run of eleven games to the end of the season now. Mm. It's mm-hmm. make or break, isn't it? You you know that. Those those games against Man City and Liverpool was a free hits. He decided to do damage limitation mm-hmm. with City, possibly with the thought that the Liverpool game was coming up. Having played Liverpool at home and actually, you know, didn't do too badly against yeah. them at home either. He he sort of thought right. He identified maybe that's the one we'll try and nick nick something. Mm. That's what it looked like. Um, uh, now it's huge because if we don't get something at Southampton, we then have a run of, uh, I don't know the exact order, but Arsenal, but Arsenal, Arsenal Chelsea, Spurs, Spurs yeah. Wolves yeah. before we then play uh, then a run of games against relegation rivals, yeah. as it were. And the problem is if we, if we end up with next to nothing from that run of games after Southampton, we are going to be probably we'll be 19th if not, or 20th. If not, yeah. yeah, we'll be 19th or 20th, yeah, yeah. depending on what Norwich have have done and then 
as we all know, even though you might be starting to hit a bit of form, you might, you might be, these might be winnable games. There's such pressure on each one of them um, that they're not like you'd expect a home game against Burnley to be or an no. away game against Norwich to be. It becomes a much, much high, more high-pressure thing. And you don't, you don't put a run together of four wins in a row in those circumstances. It's very unusual. So no, it is. I mean, it's you know, very I hard think for we're me. Still I, deep in the doo doo. Yes, me too. Yes, and, but so he's so. also just got these players that are, you know, again with the sort of consistency of a like a starting lineup. He's just got a collection of players that don't do what they say on the tin. Yeah. He's got a forty-five million pound Brazilian who just doesn't seem mm. to sort of. He I mean, was I was frustrating abs- first half against Liverpool. Yes, I heard he was. Yeah. Uh, I heard he was better in the second half. He was. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. was growing into it. Um, and you know, Moyes has said in the paper that he wants you know he wants Anderson to be our new on Outovich and stuff and stuff. Like, you know, Arnautovic having a sort of a relatively bad game was still quite good, you know. Yeah. And, and we have players, if they're having a bad game, like Alaire, he might as well not be on the field. It's so bad. Then this guy's a £45 million footballer. Yeah, he just but he might it. as well not be there. And similarly with Anderson, I mean, I, I, you know, I really... You know, Anderson's just got the chops to be a fantastic footballer. Uh, but he, something's, you know, the psychology of him. I mean, I, I, I was thinking, should we cash in in the mm. sort of transfer window? Because at the moment, four hours is as good, is as useful as Anderson. Lanzini's as useful as Anderson. Uh, Anderson is his best, is better than both of those guys. But we're not seeing his best. We're not and, seeing yeah, the best. And, and, you know, hopefully he's had a break. He's sort of, he's had his injury. He had a good rest. He's just played half a game of football in the last couple of weeks. And, and you know, he was better the second half. You know, yeah, he was so, definitely, so he, yeah, he was definitely you know. warming to the task. There's no, there's no question. He has got quality. We've seen it. You mm. know, so he, you know, he's, uh, he can produce something. So you've got to, you've got to, you've got to throw the dice with him, haven't you? You can't, you've, mm. got, mm. you've, got, you've got him. You've got to say, look, go out and do it, mate. So I would definitely want to see Antonio Bowen, Anderson as a front three against mm-hmm. Southampton, and I see four nows in behind them, and then and then it's got Suchek's not going to play, obviously, so it's got no. Rice and Noble isn't yeah. it, behind them, I think. Yeah, um, and then the back four, um, you know, uh, the back four played well against Liverpool. To be fair, I thought, yeah. I mean, I think, and to be the centre halves didn't do bad against City either. To, no, no, they didn't. Know, honestly, no, no. depended you know, pretty well. I think he's got to keep the back four now for me. That's that's yeah. his back yeah, four. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially going into the runner games you yeah. were just speaking about, yeah. that's the yeah. back four and build that yeah. confidence. I with think them. if you have Masuaku at all, he's a kind of wild card to, to chuck yeah. in that was a wide man to, yeah. to run at defenders. You know when they're tired. Yeah. But against Bournemouth, Masuaku came on as a sort of utility substitute, and in fact, sort of took he up a like position middle, kind of in the middle yeah. of the park, and yeah. was really good because he's his range of passing and his um, his ability to trap quite a fast moving ball. He can pull it out of the air. He's he's a he's real got footballer. Skills. He's got mm. no football he brain. He just has yeah. no, no idea, and he can't defend how the game's played. Yeah. You know, it's, he's a sort of quite a talent, and um, he looked really good in that sort of central midfield. Uh, you know, not with no defensive duties or yeah. kind of um, you know running duties, but just being sort of spraying but the ball. I'd, about. I'd, I'd look quite good playing in that yes. team if we're three 0 up. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think yeah, the pressure yeah. off. Then you get yeah. to then see yeah. players like him. The pressure's off. He can start. Yeah, kind of the flair comes into its own. But yeah. when yeah. your back's against the wall and you need someone to be switched yeah. on at left back, you know, yeah. Do, yeah, doing absolutely. the doing the well, basics, yeah. I don't necessarily think yeah. that's well, where he comes to the floor. Antonio absolutely terrorised the Southampton defence away. So hopefully that's still in their yeah. memory. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that might create a bit of space for, for Bowen and, and Anderson to exploit. 
But Fornals has got I mean, he's got to give Fornals a, a, a run of games because Fornals was playing pretty well until yeah. until Moyes turned up and then decided not to not to put him in the team. I mean, it's difficult because he's, he's not he's not pacey. He's not a striker. He's not pacey. I mean, we were tr- we were trying him sort of on the wing and Antonio on the other wing, or him on one wing and Snodgrass on the other wing for a yeah, while. But he, so it's kind of a makeshift winger. No, he doesn't not, have the he, pace. He's, of a he's not pacey, but he's pacier than Snodgrass or Lanzini. Um, yeah, I think. And and actually, he got into some really good positions. He made one fantastic, similar to Bowie, who made one fantastic one was wide open. And, uh, you know, Antonio didn't look up and didn't play the pass. Mm, um, mm. But uh, he was in. He, mm. if, if any, any, any ball through behind the uh, centre-half and he was in on goal. And yeah. he could see he was really frustrated that he... He's, a, he's, he's an know, intelligent footballer. He's, a, he's, a, he's quality. He's, he's yeah. a full, full Spanish international. Yeah. Forgot, yeah. You know. yeah. I mean, in, you know, people... Yeah. There was a, recently a kind of a sort of YouTube clip of him and a sort of fury about this is who Moyes isn't picking. And he's doing some incredibly tricksy stuff in this clip, but nothing like we've seen on the pitch. And I sort of felt we nearly facetiously posted, OK, we'll, we'll, we'll pick nine outfield players and this YouTube clip for the next game, <laughs> then, shall we? Because I haven't seen him do anything like he's doing in this YouTube clip in a claret and blue shirt. So, you know, whatever it is you're imagining... Um, is not. I happening. think he's taken time to settle. I think he yeah. took time to settle. He certainly we didn't see the best of him, um, and I don't think we have seen the best of him yet. But um, I, I, I think he's growing into it. You know, he's on a slow, slow upward curve, and he looked good coming on against Liverpool, and he got in a good position to score the goal. Mm. Um, you know, shanked it in, but mm-hmm. you know, he went in. <laughs> and I think you know that's why he's got to stay in the team, and yeah, that's why yeah. I wanted Bowen in the team because yeah. we, we can't expect Bowen to now just turn up at Southampton make his full debut and be great yeah. if he's not played the last two games. Yeah. And the yeah. same with four now. Yeah. Consistency is so important. Yeah. It's, again, it's a bit, you know, it's, it's a little bit to do with our sort of transfer policy. And we've sort of said this before, is that we've just got this squad of people that sort of would like to be number 10, really. Yeah. Four now feels like he's a sort of, he's someone who you probably need to give a lot of the ball to, to be a bit of a playmaker. So's Lanzini. So's uh, Felipe Anderson. Mm-hmm. So's Jack Wilshire. Yeah. <laughs> so arguably, if nature had taken its course, is Jack is uh, um, Noble. Noble mm. feels like you know, mm. although his lack of ability to turn and one footedness might make him a sort of a bad, literally a number ten. But he's he's actually a sort of an advanced. Well, and weirdly, even though we didn't really think he was, it turns out that sort of Suchek is an advanced. Yeah, yeah he gets really, forward, even yeah. though he's yeah. tall, he's. And, exactly. you know, one of Snodgrass's yeah. best periods of football was at Hull played as a number 10, sort yeah. of linchpin player that everything goes through. Yeah. So it's like we've just got this squad of people that go, oh, I'd like to sort of be number 10, really. And it feels like sort of putting him in a position where he sees a lot of the ball is 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 where you want, you yeah. know, four nows. But in a way, also Anderson, uh, you know. So mm. it's a, I think they can both number. play wide until they have to track mm. back. Yeah, and that's when the kind of you see the wheels come off because they're going, well, I like to get forward. I'm a flair player. Yeah. I'm an attacking player. And I've spent more time in, 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 in my you know half or my back third of the pitch. Yeah. Although, I, I mean, to be fair to Anderson, he does he do that. He does do he that tracks. work. No, he yeah. does. He does do that work. He does he, track, and, but I don't think that's where he wants to be. No, absolutely. And no, I think, no, again, no. that will just no. then make him feel yeah. quite disenfranchised um, about being attacking and yeah. having that flair yeah. when I spend the majority think of the time I think that, that flair tag thing actually sits a bit heavily on, on him in some respects, that he mm. feels he's expected to do something special every time he gets the ball. And he does try and, 
you know, put in those... He tries Hollywood passes, doesn't he? Try, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's always trying things, but very often they're a little bit hopeful and there's a kind of... And kind sometimes of, in the wrong you know, position. He did it a couple yeah. of times at Liverpool in the centre yeah. of the park where he kind of should have just been playing a simple pass, but instead yeah. he was trying yeah. to turn out or... Yeah. Yeah. There's also the question of the right sort of runs for him to pick out, and perhaps mm. Bowen will be. Yeah, I really think often often players are made to look bad in their passing because the runs are not happening yeah. that they're expecting. Uh, that I think that's so why Suchek looked so good because yeah. there was runs up front and we yeah. were yeah. breaking forwards, yeah. and he had options. Makes a massive yeah, yeah. difference. Yeah. Makes a massive difference. All right, we uh, we, we just do predictions. We may know. have to wrap this up now. Mm. Uh, uh, time is ticking away, so it's predictions for uh, the Southampton game. <sighs> we're all going. Are we? Yes, going? yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm going to try yeah. my hardest to be there. Right, Childcare right. is always a... Uh, with a oh, five-year-old, it's yeah, always yeah. kind of... Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we toss a coin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, try my hardest. Yeah. What do we think, Jim? Well, um, I've, I've, I've got to be... Uh, try and be optimistic. I, I think it's... I think it is not quite must-win game, but it's, it's, it's pretty close to it. Um, and I think the crowd will be up for it. I think everyone knows the, knows the score... Um, I'm sure the protests will go on outside, but then when we're in the stadium, I think the team, the sports will get behind the team. I think they'll get a lift. I want to see Bowen start. I've got debut goal for Bowen, and we'll win 2 1. 2 1. Kev, what do you reckon? I think uh, he's not going to drop Snodgrass, despite our prediction of the, the starting mm. line. I think Snodgrass will be in the team, and I think it will be to the benefit for the energy that he brings. Um, but I'm going for a 3 1 win. 3-1. With a, bow, with a bow in goal. Tempted, yeah. tempted by 3-1. Um, okay. If I can't have 3-1, I'm going to have 3-2 three, then. 3-2. Three, we win it 3-2. It's going to be a nerve jangler. Yeah, yeah. I can sort of see us sort of, you know, not throwing it away because we'll still win it. But, I, you know, I think we'll sort of be comfortably 3-1 up for you know, a long time. Then they score another one and then it's all really nervy yeah. for the last Did they you know, win at the weekend? Minutes. Did they win? Are they on, 30, what, on 34 points? Are I, they? Believe. I can't remember what they did at the weekend. Um, I can't remember now. Can't remember. If they did and if they are, I think that's to our benefit, actually. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you, you've got 34 points now, you're not going to be... They're, they're, right. they're all right. They're not going to yeah. be in the, in the mix and they might think that. All right. Yeah. Uh, this has been this week's Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans, with me being Jim Grant. Cheerio. And Kevin Jay. Thanks for having me. Come on, you irons. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.